Hey friend, Graham Baldwin here with The Speaker Lab. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if someone gave you the exact process to find and book more speaking gigs in 2024? That'd be nice, right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're just gonna do that for you. We've created a new 18-page guide based on Dan Irvin's process that helped him actually book over $100,000 in speaking gigs in the past year. Now, Dan is one of our uh, team members here. He's this, a very successful speaker and also one of our coaches. And so you're gonna learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, proposal emails, and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps. Again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab Podcast. My name is Grant Baldwin. Good to have you here with us today. Hey, I'm really excited that you're here because today we are kicking off for the month of April, 30 days of podcasting. What does that mean, Grant? I'm glad you asked. We're going to be doing 30 episodes of the Speaker Lab Podcast in the month of April. 30 episodes in 30 days. That is mathematically, if you're doing keeping score at home, that's going to be one episode per day. All right. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about this. We got a lot of these episodes recorded and coming at you. We really just wanted to just unload on you in the nicest, best possible way to help you in your speaking business. Now, I'll tell you this. There's going to be a handful of these episodes that are going to be some interview episodes with various experts on, on various speaking topics. But a lot of these episodes that you're going to be hearing in the coming weeks are going to be listener Q&A episodes. And so that's what today's episode is. And so part of the reason I enjoy doing this is I want to make sure that we are asking the questions that you specifically have in your speaking business. I want to make sure that we are covering exactly what you are looking for help with. So that's why we record these. So today's episode is a listener q Q&A question and episode. So I want you to leave us your questions. Send us your questions. You can send those through email or preferably what I'd like you to do would be to go over to thespeakerlab.com, thespeakerlab.com. You're going to see the Ask Grant tab at the top of the page. And there you can uh, go to that link. You can leave us a voicemail question. That's what you're going to hear today in these, these first several episodes this month is you're going to hear these voicemail questions from people that are just like you who are, are getting started speaking, who are maybe been doing speaking for a little bit, who are advanced in speaking. And they just got a question. Hey, Grant, tell me this. How do uh, Help me out with that. So that's what I want you to be. That's what I want you to do. I want you to leave us your question so you can be a part of these episodes. So again, go to thespeakerlab.com and then you can find the Ask Grant tab. So without further ado, let's get into today's question. Hi, Grant. Jerry Kroll from the Chicago suburbs. I'm new to the paid speaking business, and my question concerns using a pen name. I work for a financial institution that our clients will actually search on the names of the people that work on their accounts to make sure that we're not talking about them on social media or on the internet. Now, I've written a couple of books and they have nothing to do with investments. They have nothing to do with our clients, but I want to use those books as the basis for my speaking career. And I had to use a pen name for the books. So my question is, is do you have any advice or tips on a person who is not using their real name for their speaking career? Thanks. All right. Thanks for the question, Jerry. This is a good question. This is one I actually, I hadn't really given much thought to. I hadn't really considered much because I've, I've always just used my name, Grant Baldwin. And so the more I thought about it, the more I thought there's some interesting angles here. There's some stuff to talk about. So Jerry, again, thanks for the question. Let's, let's get into it. First of all, I think it's okay 
to use a different name. And I think there's a lot of different reasons why maybe this would make sense. So a couple reasons why maybe it would make sense is in some situations, you may have the same name as someone else who may be in the same space or in a different space, but just to eliminate confusion, it may make sense to use a different name. For example, I know of a couple speakers who actually use their middle name as part of it. So in, in my case, my middle name is Lewis. So I might use Grant Lewis Baldwin as my full name as a speaker rather than just Grant Baldwin. So maybe you want to do something like that and incorporate your middle name as, again, a way to eliminate confusion from other people who may also be Grant Baldwin. I know for me, for exa example, for a fact, I know there's one guy named Grant Baldwin who does a uh, does a lot of document, what does he do? Like documentaries on like health and food and nutrition, I think, because occasionally I get emails about those things at the uh, grantbaldwin.com email address. So I get, I hear from some of those. I actually bought grantbaldwin.com from a guy who was a like retired guitar teacher in California. So I know that there's other Grant Baldwins that are out there. There's other ones too that I've had some people that have reached out to me before that have um, you know introduced themselves who are also Grant Baldwin. So if you have other people, that, especially if they are, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily like high profile, but just, you know, they have a presence online, then maybe it makes sense to use another name just to eliminate some of that confusion. I know two specific speakers who actually, unfortunately, they share the same name as some, let's just say, adult entertainers. And uh, so they don't want to be confused with them. They don't want to say, hey, I'm, you know, they don't want to have like a potential client say, hey, I'm looking to hire this speaker. And then I Google this person's name and I find, oh, this person has a little side business as well. That's not what you want. So to eliminate confusion, they go with a different name. So again, if someone has the same name, then maybe you want to eliminate some of that confusion and use a different name. Another reason why maybe you'd want to have a different name or use a different name, whether a pen name or whatever, would be if you have a really, really common name, meaning that if your name is, you know, John Smith or Jane Doe or something like that, in part, again, because there is a lot of people that may share that name. Plus, it's also hard to get the domain name. Now, as you may know, one of the things that we teach, but especially when it comes to your website, is to ideally that you would have your name as the domain. So in my case, grantbaldwin.com. And so if you can't get that, you can't get any variations of that, there's thousands of other John Smiths or Jane Doe's in the world, then again, for if you have such a common name, it may make sense to use some type of, of pin name. Another reason why maybe you'd want to use a, a different name is if you have a really, really complicated or hard name to spell. Because remember, a lot of times whenever you are sharing your name with someone, especially in the domain standpoint, or you're telling them to go find you on social media, you're just giving your name verbally, but they may not know exactly how to spell it. So if you have a really complicated name, or if your name has a lot of potential spellings to it, I was talking with a, um, a client the other day, uh, what was her name? Trisha. Trisha was her name. And there's a lot of different ways to spell Trisha. And then she had kind of an unusual spelling on it. One of my daughters is named Emily. And the typical spelling of Emily is E-M-I-L-Y. But we spell it E-M-I-L-E-E. -E. So you can't just say, you know, Emily Baldwin, because that's people are going to spell that wrong. So if you have a unique spelling or a complicated spelling or just a hard name to pronounce, then maybe for simplicity's sake, you just want to use some type of pin name. 
Another reason why maybe you'd want to use a different name would be if you're just kind of a, a private person, right? Maybe you maybe you just, you know, like I have this, this public persona of here's who I am, but at the same time, like I don't want people knowing about my personal life. I don't want people knowing about my family or I don't want people knowing about, you know, just in my own personal business. So that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I, I have a, a speaker friend who they have a, a website that's just kind of their public facing uh, brand and their speaking career and what it is that they do and it's their name but on their social media stuff especially on their, their like their Facebook they use kind of a like a, a different spelling uh, it may be actually a um, they use a different spelling part of the time and then they use I think their middle name on part of the time just because they don't like to them Facebook is it should just be my family and friends I don't want everyone knowing what I'm up to and I don't want you know I don't, nobody needs to be knowing all that stuff you know and so for them they're more of a private person and so that works so maybe in that situation if you're more of a private person, you're like, I just want to keep my business life and my personal life separate, then maybe you would create some type of pin name that you could use for the business to keep your, your personal stuff separate. Another reason why maybe you'd want to use a different name is if you have, and I don't think this is the case with, with Jerry and his question, but if you have some type of character that you want to represent, then maybe this is a, a possibility. So for example, Stephen Colbert, whenever he had the, the show on Comedy Central, the Colbert Rapport, he never really changed, as far as I know, he didn't change his name. I think his na actual name is Stephen Colbert, but he was playing a character. He was playing this persona on stage. And so that's, the whole show was based around this character. It's based around this different kind of alter ego, I guess, so to speak. There's a, uh, a speaker who's known as Joe Malarkey. And he is, he's kind of dubbed himself as kind of this, it just kind of makes fun of, of motivational speakers. He's known as like the world's worst motivational speaker. He's actually a very good speaker. But his actual name is George. George Campbell. And so George Campbell is playing the character of Joe Malarkey. And so if you go and Google Joe Malarkey, you're going to find the site. You're going to find his information because he kind of branded himself as Joe Malarkey, not as George Campbell. So again, there's a lot of different reasons and ways that maybe you would want to use a different name. And I, again, I think that's totally fine. Now, if you're going to switch your name when speaking or just in your business in general, let me give you a couple thoughts on this. Number one, is to be very, very, very consistent. Be very, very consistent. So across your social media, on your websites, with products, you can't speak by one name and then let's say write books by a different name. It becomes really, really, really confusing. So, you know, with Jerry's question, he may go by Jerry Kroll in his corporate finance job, but he may have a totally different name whenever he is speaking. Now that's a little different where I have this these two totally different worlds, but if under the world of speaking, I have speaking and I write a book and I have a blog and I have a podcast and I have I do coaching and consulting. You can't have a bunch of different names. Otherwise, it becomes really, really confusing there. So you really want to be very, very consistent across the board. The other thing to consider, number two, is this, is that once you switch, it's really hard to switch back. Once you switch, it's really, really hard to switch back because you've kind of positioned, you've anchored in everybody's mind, this is what my name is. And then if all of a sudden, you know, at some point later down the road, you tell everyone, no, it's a different name, they always know of you as that that other name. You know, and this isn't true with just, with just people's names, but this is true with businesses. I'll give you a couple of examples. I grew up in uh, Springfield, Missouri, and there the major, the major university in town is Missouri State University. 
But for several years, for years and years and years, it was known as Southwest Missouri State. And so that was the the name of the college. That was the name of the university. It was Southwest Missouri State. And so when they dropped the Southwest and it just became Missouri State University, it took years for people to like, for that to finally catch on. And even today, there's still people that still refer to it by its old name. My mom used to work at a hospital that had been the same hospital name for years and years and years. And then they recently changed the hospital name. It takes a while to get used to calling it by the new name. So just once you switch, it's really hard to switch back. I'll give you some name examples. I've got a, uh, a buddy of mine who's a good friend who uh, I'm actually in a mastermind with who whenever he got started in kind of the online space, uh, he was in a kind of a similar situation to Jerry in that he was working a corporate job. He didn't really want people to know what he was doing on this online stuff on the side. It wasn't like he was doing anything illegal or wrong, nothing at all actually, but he just didn't want people you know, knowing about it. Didn't want his bosses to be aware that, hey, I'm creating this new business on the side here and raise any red flags. So he created kind of this, this, he started using his middle name as his last name. And so he built this whole business, this online presence around this new name. And then he eventually was able to, to quit his job and, and now has been very, very successful with that. But recently he tried changing his name back to what it actually is, and he's had a real difficult time getting that to catch on with people because people know him as the previous name. People know him by his middle name, not as his by his actual last name. Another example is, is uh, my buddy Jason Zook. I don't know if you may be familiar with, with Jason. We had him on our previous podcast on how did you get into that. In fact, he's going to be on an upcoming episode of this show. We've actually already done the interview. It'll be coming out around episode 48 is when we've got him penciled in. So uh, keep an eye on that. But we're going to be talking about sponsorships at that point. It's going to be a really good episode. I'm really excited about that one. But Jason actually is one of the smartest, most creative guys that I know. And so a few years ago, he actually sold his last name. Crazy story. You can look it up. He sold his last name and then he did it again. And then after he sold it a second time, he switched back to another last name. And then recently he just landed on a kind of a final, hey, this is what my last name is going to be forever and ever. Amen. And so again, this is kind of a unique situation, but he changed his name multiple times. And so A, it's hard for people to track like what is the actual name? What are you going by? And he realizes that and he, he knows, knew that going into it. But the other thing too, I was going to point out with Jason is that he actually, he used to run a company. The company was I Wear Your Shirt. And so he branded all of his, especially his social media stuff around that, around the I Wear Your Shirt brand. So all of his social media stuff today is still connected to that brand that he's not really doing anything with anymore. And so now it, he's trying to switch to his current name. And it's just hard for him to switch because he's like, he's built this huge following on Twitter under I Wear Your Shirt. And now he wants to change to his actual name, but people have already started following him and this other place. So it just becomes hard to switch. So again, the, the point being that it's not that you can never switch to something else down the road, but once you switch to whatever, it's really, really hard to switch back at some point. Another example would be, you know, people who who get married or who get divorced, especially people that are in, you know, in the spotlight, celebrities. And once they want to change their name or change their name back, then it becomes really difficult. It becomes it becomes hard for people to get used to that. So again, it is fine to change your name. It is fine to use a different name or a pen name or a pseudonym in some way. But just know that once you switch, it's hard to ever switch back from that point. So anyway, Jerry, great question. Hope that helps, man. And I like it. I like that question. Uh, thanks for letting me uh, chime in and, and give a couple thoughts on it. 
All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that question and answer from Jerry. Thanks for the question, Jerry. Using a pin name as a speaker, that's a, that's an interesting one. It took me a little bit to, to think that one through. So hope you enjoyed that. Hey, again, if you'd like to have your uh, question answered in an upcoming episode of the show, definitely stop by thespeakerlab.com. Go to the Ask Grant tab. Leave us your voicemail question, and we will try to answer that on an upcoming episode of the show. So thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you next time, my friend. You're awesome.